I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, this is Drink of Ages radio show. I'm your host, John Denman, DJ Muskratch, the producer. We are sitting over here at Drink of Ages Pub. Man, just uh, kind of enjoying the weather a little bit out today. It turned into a pretty badass day. Um, 1005 Wall Drive is where Drink of Ages is. If you're in the area, come by, man, have a pint with us. Uh, we've got a bunch of pretty amazing beers on draft all the time. And, you know, mm. you're definitely going to find something that you're going to like. This episode of Drink of Ages is brought to you by Bell's Best Brown L and a smooth, toasty. Nice brown ale with, man, a little hint of caramel and cocoa. It's just a good beer, man, especially for, like, some leftovers, turkey. You know, it goes great with pumpkin pie. All those things that you pair with, you know, around Thanksgiving through the holidays. Just a nice brown ale. So go pick up some Bell's Best Brown Ale. Find it around town in bottles and on draft. So this week's show, you know, we're all just kind of getting back to the swing of things. Uh, Got a good, fun show going on because... For the golf tournament that I put on, well, I'll introduce everybody, and then we'll talk about it. From Epic Axe, we have Kevin Lill. What's going on, Kevin? Oh, man. Enjoying this weather, like you said, man. Came here on a motorcycle instead of a car, so it was awesome. It's a good day to be out on a motorcycle. That's for sure. And then uh, Brian Kircher from Drafts Smiths of Texas. What's going on, John? Well, you know, I'm drinking some of the some of the beer we have on tap here that you guys take care of. Great place it, to drink some pints, for sure. So, Epic Acts. Uh, let's talk about this for a little bit because well, what you guys do, I've seen you guys bouncing around at some of the breweries where you do axe throwing. Mm-hmm. And met you because at the golf tournament, for Pines for Prostates that we did, I was like, man, that'd be awesome to have you guys out on a par five throwing axes during the golf tournament, which, yeah, we were sitting there. Kevin and I were sitting in the uh, like the day before the golf tournament. We go in there, kind of going over to go check out the hole where we're going to set up and everything. And Nick, the guy that does events and everything over at at Wildcat, woke up and we're talking, introduced him and all this. And I was, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot to tell you, Nick, uh, we're going to do axe throwing out here on the golf course." And he just his whole face just kind of ghosted over. Yeah. Was like, "What?" It's like, "No, no, no, man, this is perfectly fine. <laughs> it's great, you know." There's nothing wrong with people drinking a lot and throwing axes. I mean, it's, it's safe. Yeah, you sign a waiver. That's right. <laughs> so, Wa- waivers take care of everything, man. It's the American way. So. That's it. <laughs> so, Epic Axe, so you guys have been kind of bouncing around some of the breweries setting up. I know you were at uh, Spindle Tap not that long ago, No Label, and a few other breweries. And so, kind of go over what exactly, because, I mean, it's just you get to throw axes at a wooden target. Yeah, man. So uh, we, uh, you know, our our slogan is uh, beer and axis epic. And uh, it's just uh, seems like such a good combination together. I mean, just even talking about it boosts your testosterone naturally where you don't have to take the little blue pill. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) No, seriously, it's it's just... uh, uh, you know, we happened up on them by accident. A buddy of mine, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, 
Um, he's actually, uh, he built a uh, brick and mortar out there, uh, axe throwing place. And his personality is a little bit similar to mine where, you know, we're kind of ADD and high strung. And of course, you know, when he had like 300 grand into the deal already and he wasn't even going to open his brick and mortar for another like three, four months. So he w- he wake up like three o'clock in the morning, just you know, f- having panic attacks. Basically, like, oh my gosh, my life savings, my house is mortgaged. What am I gonna do? So he came out with the idea. You know what? I'm gonna promote this before uh, my place even opens. Instead of just waiting for hoping people will show up when I open my doors, I'm gonna have a bunch of people already, you know, familiar with my business. So he built a bunch of mobile targets and started going to uh, brew fests. And the first one he did, he had a wait of two and a half hours. People wanted to throw waxes. So his wife told him, hey, Billy, you know what? You're going to do this again, but next time you're going to charge people. (laughs) Just going to thin it off just a little bit. So he's like, well, how much should I charge? She goes, I don't know. Charge him five dollars for five throws. And literally, that's how the business plan was born. Wow. And uh, so, uh, of course, at the Brewfest, the breweries in North Carolina saw the response, so they approached him, say, "Hey, man, would you do this at my brewery?" So he started going to, you know, uh, to the different breweries in North Carolina, and uh, in the Raleigh Durham area, and it just kind of took off from there. I didn't even know he was doing this. I knew he was doing a brick and mortar, but I didn't know he was doing the the, the mobile until he sent me a video. My day job, I actually have a you know day job where I, I'm a I'm a business consultant in the automotive industry. Uh, I, you know, I do internet marketing and things like that. So he's like, hey, Kevin, why don't you check out this video that I had produced, see what you think. He showed me the video, it's like a 90 second video and had no building in it. It was him at breweries throwing axes. I was like, Billy, I called him right away. I was like, what is this? This is not what you told me you were doing. He goes, oh no, he, so he told me the whole story, how he, you know, we're waking up at 3 a.m. And I was like, oh my God, that is freaking awesome. That is the model. That's the model. Yeah. So I literally, it was in July, I flew up to Raleigh one weekend and spent three days with him in a dead heat of North Carolina summer, which is very similar to Houston. I lost like 10 pounds that weekend, <laughs> <laughs> sweating my butt off, yeah. you know, carrying, you know, targets and stuff like that. But I saw the reaction of the people. And that's what really got me was the fact that whether it's a child, whether it's, a, a, you know, a young lady or, or, you know, old grandmother or a dude, when they hit that axe and hit that target and hit a bullseye, everybody goes crazy. The spectators, the people who are throwing it. And uh, and the best part is you get to go from brewery to brewery to brewery and drink all these awesome beers. I was just sharing with uh, Brian. Brian, yeah. Yeah, th- th- when I walked in today at um, Trick of Ages, you know, you guys, like I said, have an awesome tap selection from all these great breweries. It was like me... And I was like, I've been there. I was recognized all these brewery names. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I'm going to go there. So it's super cool. It's kind of like uh, checking off that, you know, the you look at a map of the world, a map of the United States. You know, how many states have you been to? It's like, how many brewery have you been to? And so now I get paid to go drink beer <laughs> and throw axes. And so. throw axes. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's how it kind of got started. So that's kind of how business business model right now. Uh, but the, the, uh, but we are um, looking at uh, partnering with a, a few breweries here locally uh, to maybe having a permanent installation because our next step is uh, actually creating a beer and axes throwing league. So, you know, that's coming up next. Uh, we got uh, uh, you get a TV channel for that. That's right, man. <laughs> and uh, uh, 
Speaking of which, I actually had a couple axe-throwing champions who's going to be throwing on ESPN coming up. Uh, come to uh, – we were at the Barking Pig in, in the Heights, and uh, they came, and the dude showed up with a, literally a Burger King king crown on and a little – like a huge – like the looks like a WWF medal around his neck. I'm like – what is this dude doing? The champ. He's the champ. He's the champ. He's the champ. So the champ wow. came and threw axes with us. So it was That's awesome. awesome. That's fun. Oh yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. you never. I mean, it's just it's amazing. Like like all of a sudden, axe throwing comes up, and then you realize, no, it's it's been a it's a thing, and a there, thing. there's champs. There's this has been right. going on. People like know these. They look up to these people. You know, That's right. Hundreds of years. I'm sure they've been having these competitions, right? Well, it's uh, you know. Scandinavian country. Well, it, it actually, uh, the, the, the axe throwing movement actually is influenced. And it came down from Canada. Imagine Canadians, you know, throwing axes, drinking beer. So it started up up north. You know, the Canadians you know, hit all of the northern uh, states. Uh, where I drew for the first time was actually in Pittsburgh. It was my uh, buddy's um, uh, basher party. He, you know, had a limo bus and took us and like, well, we're going man it's a surprise we showed up at this warehouse i'm like what are we doing bro this is a weird place to, uh -huh. ha to have a strip strip club you know <laughs> we walk in it's like it's like an axe throwing place i was like what so had a great time and uh, so that was like my first experience with it and then literally like a month later my buddy sends me the video and i was like i put two and two together i was like Oh, this is what what's up because the the location up in Pittsburgh, it was BYOB, which was still cool. But I was thinking about what it would take for someone to go to a brick and mortar, the effort they have to put in. So you would obviously you wouldn't do it by yourself. You would have to like call up all your buddies mm -hmm. and say, "Hey man, you want to go throw axes?" And then you have to like, "All right, now we got to stop and grab some beers." So it's like a whole, a lot of effort. So it's a production. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Versus like if you're at a brewery and you're like, hey, man, what's all that hooping and hollering all about down there? Holy crap, they're throwing axes. Five bucks? We take the, uh, the tic-tac at the grocery aisle approach, right? Because, I mean, whoever it's like, look at your tic-tac and go, oh, man, I need to like make one uh, a dedicated trip to go to the grocery store to buy some tic-tac. Nobody does that. You pick it up as you're walking out of the grocery store because it's right there. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's kind of not a business model. We're, the, we're like the tic-tac at a grocery aisle for Pete at, at a brewery, man. So it's just like, oh, you want to throw some axes? Sure, man. So hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that, you know, who knew that beer and axes went so well together. But, I mean, there's a Renaissance Festival. That's right. Been that's doing right. it for a long time. Right. So with throwing the axe, though, I mean, say you have to throw it from here to the bear. It's like golf. You're putting. You know how far in order to get the ball to land. What if you're standing 10 feet closer oh, no, or no, further no. to get it to yeah, the no, art behind getting it to? Well, that's, that's, that's yeah, no, no, that's a great question. Um, like, because I, I, I'm thinking if I was standing there and figured out how quickly you release, but if you back up, it's, it's probably very hard to. Right. And that's the reason why we throw from a controlled distance, like the whole. Like a free throw. Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, that's where, you know, obviously everyone's first, number one concern is safety, which is our number one concern also. Uh, you know, of course, when people think, wow, beer and axis, is that safe? And I can tell you this, the way we do it, it's safer than driving on 610 during rush hour. I can <laughs> promise you that. I ride a motorcycle. I see people yeah. on that cell phone. I mean, texting. I mean, it was crazy. I got a great promo for you. 
axes and X's and you get to bring your X out and you can throw <laughs> No? No, no, no. Actually, you know what? We're gonna I think do a lot of people would be on board for yeah, that. Yeah, is. come on. No, we're, we're actually gonna do that around Valentine's Day. What we're gonna do is that you get to email us the picture of your X and we'll print it out and, uh, and we'll put it on the target so you can throw the Throw out their picture. So not, not the actual people, but the actual picture. Yeah. The symbolic, the, the symbolism. But uh, what we do is that we put you exactly 15 feet from the target. Mm-hmm. The goal is to have one full revolution. Uh, so it, it, so you, you're exactly right. It's a controlled distance. And our uh, coaches, what we call hatchet homies, will adjust. Hatchet homies. Yeah, man. So you, know, you got to make it rhyme, right? It's like, yeah. So... We adjust your, uh, your. Is there a women's hatchet and a men's, or is it equal weight? It's equal weight, man. We're we hey, we, we don't we don't discriminate. This is this is an equal. You How know, much does it weigh? It's uh it's a one and a half pound head and a half pound um uh, a handle, so it's about a two pound axe. Sweet. So yeah, it, it was um. Yeah, when you're holding it, I mean you you're holding an axe. It's not yeah, like you're holding a toy. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it's yeah it, and uh, so we we look for that full revolution, and if you're too close. To the target would move you back, and if obviously uh, we, we we could tell that by, by the axe handle hitting the target, yeah. And then if you're too uh, far away, would move you a half step closer because your axe head is hitting. So we, we watch the revolution, we watch the watch the rotation of the axe, and then of course, the biggest thing that we have to train or get people to unlearn is the way they throw. Most of us, you know, grew up. In, in the United States, throwing baseball, softball, or football, which means that you, you know, uh, get your elbow Pronate. out and uh, you, you kind of throw it across your body. And that's not how you throw an ax. It's actually more like a dart, like throwing a dart. It's, 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 a, it's a motion of your elbow and it goes straight up and down. So imagine that you're hacking the actual bore straight up and down from the throw line. And oh. that's really the motion that you want to create and create that rotation. And um, so, uh, but it's super fun, man. You know, uh, you, you mentioned the Renaissance Fair. The biggest difference between us and the Renaissance Fair is that, and, and you know, my, uh, trust me, I love the Renaissance Fair. And, you know, but what happens is they basically, you pay the money, they hand you the axe, and you, you throw it. And if you stick it, great. If you don't, whatever. Done. We there, there's actually, no instruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you walk up, it's like, I don't know, it's probably like $40 now or something. <laughs> exactly. Prices. You want to keep, and, yeah. Oh, absolutely. In fact, our, one, our promotion is that if you hit, you know, to keep people motivated because, you know, people move, move towards pleasure away from pain, mm-hmm. you know, we tell them our promotion is that if you hit a bullseye on your first round of axe throwing with us, we buy you a free beer. Wow. Exactly. So that's a great motivation. And we want you to hit it. And uh, so we have our hatchet homies or axe maintenance. That their job is actually to coach you, watch your stance. You get a you know a, a tutorial, and uh, and we have a lot of people, man. You know, uh, I, I look at my bar tab every time I leave the yeah. <laughs> leave the bar. I'm like, oh my gosh, a lot of people, a lot of, targets. Targets. Yeah. A lot of naturals, you know, a lot of uh, axe throwing naturals, <laughs> and and it's cool to see people that doesn't think that they can hit it, and, uh, and then do it. You know, and uh, it's more technique than than brawn or or strength or anything else. So. Yeah, that's uh, right, man. Anytime right. you get to throw and hit something really hard, it's good for you. And that yeah, sound is very satisfying. Bag. Boom. Yeah. 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 And, uh, All right, let's take a quick break. This is another round of beers. We'll get back. We'll talk more epic acts. And, man, then, you know, 
You've been visiting a lot of breweries. You want to taste a beer when you go out that tastes just like the breweries, and that's what Draftsmiths of Texas does. Yes, sir. So we'll talk about some the importance of line cleaning as well. This is Drink of Ages. Be right back. side of town over at No Label are about to celebrate their 8th anniversary. They're having a big party December 8th and man, it's going to have a bunch of badass beer releases all day long and a bunch of bands playing, special glassware, games, and all the fun times that you can have over at No Label. And speaking of No Label, L2M, their milk stout, it is out and available right now. And this stuff is a creamy sweet, not overly filling, but man, absolutely delicious. 6.3%, perfect for this cold weather. And don't forget, Tap Room is open seven days a week. Tap Room exclusive releases every Friday. And, man, we'll see you guys out there. Spindle Tap is killing it with their IPAs. Heavy Hands, Justin, Houston Hayes, Draped Up, all have been phenomenal brews. With all the tasty releases, man, don't forget about Hop Gusher. This has been one of my favorite go-to beers for a while now. Six and a half percent, nicely balanced with a blast of hoppy aroma. The citrus taste and slight bitterness makes this a crowd pleaser. Grab some Hop Gusher and make this a regular in your beer fridge. If you are a fan of good beer, then come by Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive in Montrose. We have over 200 beers with 32 specially rotating taps of badass beers, cider, kombucha, and cold-brewed nitro coffee. Take a 32-ounce growler or build a mixed six-pack to go. You can even bring your own growlers in, and we will fill them. Drink of Ages Pub, badass beer for here, badass beer to go. back this is drink of ages radio show i'm john denman dj muskrash the producer and we're sitting over at drink of ages pub talking with kevin lill from epic acts and brian kircher of draftsmiths of texas and uh yes yeah, so we've been talking a lot of of axe throwing and a lot it's uh <laughs> it makes you want to do it though that's the it thing does, they, they, just like you said man the more you talk about it the more it's like oh man i wish you would have brought yeah. some you know, yeah we just pick a wall man we can fix it that's right <laughs> yeah, that's right paint our own target on it well, it's, I think it's something primal. You know, it's just like drinking beer is primal. You know, I think uh, as, as humans, you know, through uh, – it, it doesn't matter what you believe in and stuff like that. But uh, as, you know, we, we've, been, we've been hunter-gatherers a lot longer in our human history than, than being, you know, agrarian farmers and stuff like that. And so having that instinct of, you know – Grabbing an axe and, and drinking beer and just being being a human, you know. And so the sound and, and, and the whole motion, I think it – because I see it in people's eyes. 
in fact, uh, I was just, uh, I don't know who, oh, I was talking earlier, I just hired another young lady to come on board because our, our business is exploding and we're, 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 we're now in two Beer careers. shits are primal. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, very primal, uh, yes. And uh, <laughs> what we, uh, half of my employees now were people that drew with me. And I noticed them, and, you know, because I'm you know, obviously looking to expand, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching their expressions on their faces. I see that look in their eyes. I say, oh, yeah, this is the guy or this is the gal. They get it. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of like um, I think I could be a pretty darn good beer salesman myself <laughs> because I, like, I love beer. Yeah. You know, I could talk, if it's a good beer, I could talk about it with passion. You don't have to, you know, uh, I don't have to, like, fake it. And that's what I want, you know. So it's, it's – uh, it's, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's just real primal. I see in people's eyes that sound of the axe hitting the board and, you know, just having that, that, uh, that feeling. And it's, uh, it's super fun. And it's, uh, I can't believe I'm, I'm getting, uh, getting to get, get paid to, to do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. <laughs> well, you know, part of, it, part of the instruction uh, of this is him actually throwing an axe every single time that people came up. And so how many throws a day? You can throw a bunch of axes. Oh yeah. So uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's something you're gonna be like, oh man, I gotta throw another axe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm getting pretty good, man. Now, no, you're gonna now, start icing it down. Yeah. So, uh, well, what, I, what I'm doing? Shoulder. Yeah. Actually, uh, it, it uh, um, I'm now I'm like practicing trick shots. I'm, I'm on, I'm on YouTube now, like looking for dudes that are doing trick shots. I'm like, okay, how does he do that? And well, what's a trick? What would I mean? I can in my my head. I can think of what a trick shot would be, like behind the back or oh. yeah. Behind, <laughs> yeah. You know, well, right now legs, axes. I don't know. I, 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 I think that's like that's like you got to be very good at Close. that. That's like black yeah. belt level. Yeah. Well, right now, so what I'm doing right now is I'm doing a double-handed throws. So you know, I'm, I'm right-handed normally, and uh, uh, so now I'm practicing double hand. And I can I can pretty much hit every time now with a double-handed throw, but not the bullseye. Single-handed, if I use my right hand that I normally throw with, I can hit, I can hit the board 99.9%. I mean, just for some reason, sometimes it just, you know, it doesn't, doesn't stick. work out. Yeah, but 99.9% of the time, it'll stick. And then about 90% of the time, I can hit a bullseye. So, it's, you know, it's, that's kind of, that's no fun anymore. So, I'm, now I'm going, okay, I'm going to do double-handed. And after that, there's uh, underhand throws. There's, uh, you know, what... Uh, and then what you can do now is you can draw little circles on the on the smaller circles on the board itself called the clutch, where it's worth a lot more points. But there, it's literally like a two-inch diameter diameter circle mm-hmm. versus right now our bullseye is seven inch across, and then you have to hit it on a, a different section of the board. And uh, there's people that could literally hit. It's kind of like darts. When you, when you see a good dart player, they can literally land it at will. Yeah. Anywhere they want on that dart board. Well, that's uh, what I say. That's at 4 o'clock in the morning watching darts. Those dudes are pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, imagine being able to do that with an axe. Yeah. You know, there's people like that out there. And, and I follow them on Instagram and stuff. I never thought I'd be like following axe throwers on Instagram, <laughs> but here I am, man. <laughs> Seeing who, who broke the top 10 this week. That's right, man. True. You know. The Tiger Woods of axe throwing, mm-hmm. you know. No, it is. Just, it was a whole lot of fun, and uh, definitely appreciate you guys coming out on the golf course. That that I heard more about that than anything else. That's People awesome. Like, hey, man, that was a lot. Of, you had axe throwing out there on the course. That's you know, right, man. That's right. Amazing. And we appreciate you. You know, I know that. You know, it's a lot of uh, serendipity happening in in, in in my life right now. Just how you know you came across us because you know 
my uh, sales director, Candace, uh, was asked Spindle Tap, talking to them about, uh, you know, uh, hiring us, uh, bringing us out for an event, and you just happened to be there, and then, you know, approached her. Um, you know, I have, uh, you know, like, like I said, I'm, I'm hiring people that actually come to my events and throw an axis, and I'm just meeting people everywhere, just things just kind of, you know, falling into place. I just uh, feel like the universe wants me to do this, man. Yeah, <laughs> you do. He has good energy for axe throwing. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, I'm telling you. Yeah. So... Um, you know, so so this week uh, we're actually uh, we're starting to uh, get into corporate events. You know, uh, we're actually doing a uh, event at uh, Republic Harley Davidson. So for three hours. So if you want to try it out, man, uh, where is this? It, Republic Harley Davidson and Stafford. It's free. Oh. So they're they're paying us, you know, to be out there just as a promotion to kind of bring people out to their dealership. So if you want to throw access for free, now the only thing is there's no beer. <laughs> yeah, but it's there's okay. bikes, but there's motorcycles. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's still you know, an axis. So, yeah. so come, you know, they're gonna sit it up on the showroom floor, cool. and uh, we're gonna be throwing some axes, and it's for free. So come on out mm -hmm. and uh, throw some axes for free. And then on Saturday, we're gonna be at uh, Bakefish in uh, Pearland. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. It's in my neighborhood. Oh, that's where you're from. Okay, yep. I didn't know that. That's awesome. And uh, so yeah, uh, it's just right after Thanksgiving. So if you know, if you feel a little too full. You feel a little little stuff. You know, work off some of that, uh, some extra calories, man. Come on out. Throw some axes with us. Did you cut the turkey fish. with an axe. Oh, you know what? We should probably have a turkey up there on the target. That man. could so be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you were talking about putting like axes and stuff like that, yeah, I was like, yeah. man, you can do a politician night. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, sports night. Sports oh. night. Yeah. You know, that might turn ugly though. And I mean, oh, it, it could get bad. It yeah. could get bad. <laughs> In so, today's climate. Yeah, we, I'm. I almost have to have, have two different nights. I have to have the the, the, the blue night uh -huh. and the red night, right? So, so yeah, don't hey. don't come on the wrong night. Either way, you're going to be extremely busy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. Uh, sure. No, that's pretty. That's pretty great. Uh, it's it's a it's a very cool business, and like I said, it was a lot of fun when we did it. And man, yeah, I'll probably swing over to Backfish and uh, throw some axes over there with you. Awesome. Yeah, please do, man. And uh, we are, uh, you know, like I said, we 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 just expanded to two crews. Uh, so uh, on December first, after Thanksgiving, we're going to be uh, returning to uh, to Sigma, and at Fallbrook Airworks in Richmond on this on Saturday. December 1st, uh, you know, those two breweries, like Sigma has a special place in my heart because they're, the, they're the first people that said yes to me. You know, when you first start an enterprise, you know, you think it's all these great ideas in your head, but you really don't know until you go out there and actually talk to a human being. And when they say, you know, and, and you know, Matt. Uh, I Peters, would imagine, yeah, Matt, as soon as you're like, hey, here's my concept. I've got acts. Don't say anything else. Just, just <laughs> <Yeah>. show up. <laughs> just show up. <laughs> so, so, so Matt, man, he, you know, he, he totally supportive of me. And uh, so he like, yeah, man, come on out. So uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, Fallbrook and uh, Richmond, they're, they actually they're one of the brews, one of the first breweries started contacting me. As as I would start going out and and you know showing up at all these different breweries, uh, you know they being on the outlying area where I wasn't really focusing on the outlying areas, but you know they they were watching us and they contacted us, and we went out there uh, a few weeks ago and had a blast out there, in Richmond, and uh, you know love 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 the people out there. You know the all the owners came out and drew with us and had a blast and immediately you know wanted us to come back. So we're we're excited to go back there. We're gonna we're gonna bring two targets out this time, and uh, so um, uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, on, and on the second, we're gonna return back to the uh, the Barking Pig, 
Uh, hopefully this time it won't rain on us like <laughs> it yeah. did uh, the first time. But even though even though it rained, it was the coldest day in Houston uh, so far of the year. It was uh, it was still we had a great turnout. Uh, had a blast uh, doing a tournament out there. So uh, yeah, just just uh, just having a lot of fun out there. Yeah, I mean, look up Epic Axe Houston Epic Axe. on Facebook. Yep, yep. And I mean, find and out where they're going. Yeah, absolutely. All of our events are listed. Man, we're almost booked out uh, for December already. And uh, do some private events, some birth, uh, some uh, some uh, Christmas parties. So, you know, if you want to have the most epic uh, Christmas party, man, you know, <laughs> family Christmas party. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, we we have uh, we're going to be doing one for. Uh, we just did a, a private event for uh, uh, more like a team building event for uh, a team out of Halliburton, and uh, we did it at uh, City Acre. And then uh, we're going to be uh, doing a party for uh, Jones and Engineers. Um, and it's going to be out at the country club, and uh, we're going to have some fun. And uh, so just uh, uh, did a bachelor party this past weekend. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Sounds awesome. like every occasion. So, yeah, every occasion, man. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you, you hit the bullseye with this company. Oh, Good one, you. John. Oh, I hey. know that was bad. <laughs> Good one. Oh, that's right. I think on that note, we should probably take a break. <laughs> All right. Thank you, buddy. Thank uh, you. We get back. We'll talk more with everybody. Uh, Brian Kircher from Draftsmiths. We're gonna get. We're gonna talk some line cleaning because. Uh, you want you want the beer to taste good, and mm-hmm. I can tell you, there's a lot of places the beer is not tasting like it's supposed to. Oh, and I know why. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I know why. Uh, for sure. We'll get into some of that. So, drink of ages. Be right back. Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise? Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cash Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out. Cash Branding.
Brink of Ages Radio. You're on ESPN 97.5. DJ Muskratch. Producer, I'm John Denman, and man, we've been we've been talking a lot of axe throwing, and a lot. It, it just it, it really does make you want to go out and throw some axes. Pumped, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I have some some knives up there. <laughs> you just, just throw something <laughs> just and make start, it stick. Just start. That's right. It's when I should have the dartboard up. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it was a, it was a whole lot of fun. But um, uh, let's talk let's talk you know beer you know for a little bit and let's talk quality. Quality beer. Because every brewery, you know, they, they strive to put out the best quality beer they possibly can. Mm-hmm. And so then they take they go through all this trouble and not just the trouble, but just all this routine of making sure everything's super clean, making sure that there's no contaminants in the beer, that it doesn't get too much oxygen hitting and all these things to get in the keg. And so they take all this, they get it to the distributor or they self-distribute. They bring the keg to the bar. They put it on tap. And they want that beer to taste as good at the bar as it does at the brewery. And, yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of places out there that don't take the time to keep their lines clean, to take apart the couplers, and to actually the faucets. And it greatly affects the flavor of the beer. So here at Drink of Ages, you know, we teamed up uh, with Draftsmiths of Texas, mm-hmm. Brian Kircher here, and so he comes out. We put a clean and place system inside the cooler, where we come, we can clean the lines instantly, mm-hmm. and then uh, once a month, the whole system gets disassembled, cleaned, sanitized, and put back together. Nice. So when when because you know, we do a lot of we do the radio show here at the pub, yeah. so when the brewery owners they come here. I always ask them, I said, does it taste as good at the brewery? And, and there's times they're like, it tastes better. I was like, there you go. That's nice. a good That's good feedback. I like that. I like that a lot. It, you know what? It's, it's, it's true to, the, to what you just said about and the amount of time and energy and effort and passion from, it's good to hear the passion from an entrepreneur here, but the, 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 the brewmaster that puts a lot of time into their recipe and and their technique and their craft and the ultimate result, uh, the time it takes for it to ferment, and then it gets all the way to its last stop, <laughs> you know, and for everybody to try. And, and you know, not everybody's uh, up to speed on serving them. And, and you know, it's, it's good here at Drink of Ages that, you know, you take the, the best step to serve it exactly how the, the brewery, you know, intended it to be. Um, but it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, beer's a living thing. You know, and it, if you're not taking care of your own equipment, your own dispensing and serving equipment, you're not doing your customers a favor. And most, but you know, doing the, the brewmaster how he wanted it to taste. Cause you can literally go into, you know, Drink of Ages and try this pint. And then you can go to, you know, bar down the street and try the exact same pint. And it could taste completely different. And it could be sold off the same batch, on the same route, the same truck everything but you know it's not clean properly at stop two yeah and, so. and what happens then is somebody is like oh it's a new brewery i want to try out this new beer from them and they taste they're like oh man it just tastes tastes weird something's not yeah, right you know, yeah. the brewery is not making good beer and it's like uh craft, craft draft is blowing right. up well it could be up. the brewery but you know a lot of times <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes it's not it's and not exactly I, I was 
uh, up in Conroe and I stopped by a place. A friend of mine was playing music and they had hoppadillo on tap. So I'm like, okay, okay that's what they had. So I was like, oh, we all know what that tastes yeah, like. Yeah, we know what it tastes like. Grab a hoppadillo. It's one of the worst tasting. Just it tasted nothing like hoppadillo. And and it's like, nope. There's something definitely. So I told him, I was like, hey, guys, this does not taste like it's supposed to. And, right. you know, if you're carrying all these beers, you need to taste what it's supposed to taste like. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's a little gray area in there now that, you know, you buy beer from the distributor. You know, essentially, they're, I guess, required to come out and clean your draft lines every two weeks, which rarely gets done. Um, but the, the craft beer business has been growing so fast and, and the amount of handles, the amount of changes in the equipment, the dispensing equipment, the refrigeration, um, that now the distributors, they can't essentially keep up with the technology, the new technology to keep keep your beer served exactly how it's supposed to be. So what I'm finding is, is a lot of, uh, <clears throat> You know, operators, owners such as yourself, take it upon themselves to pay us to come out and really, rather than just kind of hooking something up and running it through the end and saying your line's clean, you know, doing a, a full system breakdown, clean, and put back together so it tastes exactly how the brewmaster wanted it to taste. And I mean, it, it prolongs the life of your equipment, um, it keeps your customers coming back, um, and you know what a good beer tastes like. Everybody does, and unfortunately, that you know it's not Hopadillo's fault, but that bar, you probably won't go back out to that place to have another draft, whatever it is, because they all, I won't, they all I probably won't have a draft. I'll just see what I yeah. ended up drinking. Some I think they had our car, so you know they had, what they had. So I just ended up drinking cans of our car. And right. if the draft beer is not clean, so not only does it taste poor, but then from the other side, your side, the owner's side, their their yields, their poor costs, everything is completely thrown off so now you're serving an inferior product and you're not making the money so it's investing you know what I say the cost of you know one pint a month into your own system will bring back customers and put some more money in your bank account you know yeah I mean a good solid draft line uh, you know you're, you're not like as a bar owner yeah I, I, I watch bars where they go over there and start pouring a beer and they dump have to dump half of it out Boom. Yeah, because it's 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 not it's just dirty not beer right. lines. Dirty beer lines, beer lines, mm -hmm. and so it just foams up too much. They got to dump really? it out. Really, I see. And I had no just, idea. That's what that. Was it's meant. just a waste. Yeah, yeah. So there's a huge cost in that, ah. and and having you know a system that operates well compared to one that doesn't. I mean, even if it costs you a little bit to fix it and get it running right, you make that money back very quickly. Very quickly. It's like anything else, man. Preventive maintenance. It's kind of like uh, exactly. You know, if if you if you're gonna eat uh, McDonald's Big Macs every single day, like that movie supersize me, <laughs> you're going to spend like, you know, $400,000 on a well, yeah, triple well, exactly. bypass. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes. And you know, yeah. we're trying with, with Draftsmiths specifically to kind of change the culture, ch change the industry a little bit where, hey, you know, the distributor already cleans my beer lines. Well, I guess they come out and do something, but it's your <laughs> responsibility. It's your equipment right. as an owner, as a bar manager. You have commitments to your customers and to your ownership, you know, to make sure you're serving the right right beer. And you should see the differences, you know. Once once we get a customer on board and we start 
Um, you know, not only with the monthly services, but just having a one throat to choke mentality to call me up and, you know, all 30 handles are pouring exactly the same here at Drink of Ages, you know, or wherever, you know, it's some consistency, um, different, different breweries, uh, or, or I guess different distributors are selling different beers and you could have three or four people just walking in, managing your beer system for you, touching it, cleaning it. And so it's nice to have, you know, just one place to go. And if you... If you need any help, we're here, you know. It's so a, it's interesting. So it's, I'm a total a, layman here. So mm-hmm. I, I see this all the time at, at, at places I go to. I had no idea that when there's a lot of foam, it's because the line's not clean? That, that's, that's, that's part, part of, it. of it. Okay. Uh, Temperature has a little bit to do with that. And, okay. And, of course, the, the cleanliness of it. And, I mean, there's some air that's mixed in to, to have to. It's basically the lines. It's, it's the line. They're, well, yeah. And, a lot, and then at times. Uh, and one of the other issues uh, that I've seen is like there's companies that will just come in and put a draft system in, and not really just like okay we gotta get beer from the keg to the tap wall. Well, there's more to it than just that. Right, and right. A <laughs> lot more to it than that. I mean, there's exactly. restrictions. There's uh, I mean the length, the temperature, all these things, the CO2 levels, all this stuff plays a big, big uh, role. And so you need to have this great equilibrium in your draft system in order to pour the beer at the best it can be. So, so what you're trying to say, it's a science. It is. <laughs> it is definitely a and science. These, these systems are very complicated. I mean, yeah. you know, they're installing now, or we're installing now, you know, 40, 50, 70 tap systems. Wow. And that is an expense. And it's one of the few expenses that, you know, if you maintain it right, every time you pull the handle, your customer's happy and the bar owner's happy and it's a good blend, a good mix. But it's, I think what's, what's happening is, is now a lot of the operators and owners and managers are knowing that this is a real big profit opportunity for their business mm-hmm. and for their customers and paying more attention. That's why we're, we're gaining a little more speed every day now. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, the better it tastes, every, the happier everybody is. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's go pull some handles, man, and get some more beers. All right. I like that. Drink of Ages. Stay tuned. Sean from Platypus, and man, I want to say congratulations on your anniversary. And man, I had some of that Space City Coconut Porter, 5.6%, delicious. I know you can find that around town. And another one, man, was a Granddaddy Perp. Sean, tell us about that beer. Yeah, it's a Blackberry IPA, 7.3%, uh, quite unique for Houston and proven to be extremely popular with our guests. A great tasting IPA. Well, something else popular that you guys do is the Surf and Turf Wednesday nights. 
Yes, I mean, Aussie in Texas, so what else would we do for a steak night but put a couple of prawns on it? So a 12-ounce uh, rib filet with uh, a couple of prawns and, and a pint of your choice, all for $20. And then what's the happy hour special you guys have? Yeah, every Thursday and Friday evening from 4 till 7 p.m. There'll be happy hour, some brew tours for those who are interested, and uh, come down and uh, enjoy. All right, stop by Platypus right here just off of Washington, real close to downtown. Come grab some pints and man, grab a steak, some prawns. have a pint 1005 wall drive montrose area uh not only can you stop in and grab a pint thing that i never really talk about is that you know you can take beer to go one of the few places that wow. uh, you can take beer to go Did from not know that. crowler we have 32 ounce crowler machine so you can take a 32 ounce can of crowler draft beer nice to go so yeah if you're in the area you know especially with the holiday season coming up you want to get some local craft beer that they're maybe they're not packaging anything then you can roll by here and get it in a can. Man, I did not know that. That is awesome. Yeah, because there's some awesome selections up there. That's stuff that you're not going to find at any grocery stores. Yeah, so. yeah, no. There, there's definitely, definitely – we, we like to rotate our, our stuff. So whatever is actually on right now, uh, it's best just to go to drinkofagespub.com. You can look at the tap list. It's always updated and see what we have on. And nice. it actually shows you Great the keg selection. levels. So if you see something – Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you see something online and it's red, like the, the keg's real low and it's red, then you better call. <laughs> and go ahead and, and get that growler up, yeah. Because, uh, and then if you bring a you bring a growler up here, you know, bring a container up here, we'll fill it up with beer too. Nice. Yeah, just yeah, it's all about the a good milk stuff. Milk jug, no, not milk, milk jug. jug. <laughs> uh, no, we've done that. Oh really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it works. We have two liter plastic bottles. If you That's wanted right, a, yeah, yeah, if you wanted a two liter of beer, to go home so with. You, you give them the two. So liter you could bottle. technically fill up a. Uh, a Coke bottle with some stout that looks just like Coke, and you can carry around in your car. No, I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. well, there's a little bit <laughs> on of your motorcycle yeah, throwing out. axes. <laughs> you know, we got to put a sticker on it somewhere that says uh, beer, you know, the uh, warning uh, label because, gotcha. you know, who is because yeah. for guys, you know, it's not good to yeah. drink when you're pregnant. So <laughs> that's, that's a, true. That's, know that's that. true, man. You gain too much weight. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you don't you bloat and swell, all that weird stuff. Uh, but no, we're, we're talking. With Kevin Lill, Epic Axe, man. If you missed the first couple segments, then you definitely missed out. Just go look uh, on Facebook, Epic Axe Houston, and go to some of their events where you can go throw axes at a target. It's a tremendous amount of fun. Um, we've been talking with Brian Kircher of Draftsmiths of Texas, uh, you know, just just about just the importance of clean draft lines. And I mean, we've talked about you know just the cost, uh, the waste that, that happens. Uh, from them, and you know, there's so much involved with a draft system that I mean, even when you go back to like back to the brewery where they're carbonating their kegs at a certain level so that it gets the right amount of carbonation in head whenever the system's set at a, the right pressure to push the beer out, 
through those clean lines so that you get the right head, you get all the, you know, what the brewery wants. Uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of places that don't pay that much attention to it. And kind of what you were talking about earlier, Brian, was, uh, uh, you know, people will switch beers out without cleaning the lines. Yeah, tis the season right now. I mean, holiday beers, seasonal beers, everything's coming out. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of operators, bar managers, even down to the bartender, will just back up another beer. Um, you know, go, go from an October beer to a, a Christmas beer to, to another seasonal beer without even making sure that it, the lines are clean in between. And that's, that's vital. I mean, wh why even buy those beers if you're not going to serve them right? You know, yeah, why, why, why? All those flavors, there, there's different types of uh, lines, beer lines. Now you have just the vinyl lines that, uh, or just the real throwdown cheap ones that, you know, you can replace them. You're supposed to replace them every year. And bars will go four or five years without replacing them. And all those flavors will actually sit and get absorbed in those beer lines. Absolutely. So then when you're running it through, I'll say you're like, man, I'm, I'm picking up some spices on this IPA. Yeah, but they're, <laughs> they're not supposed to be there. No, that was from the last two beers ago. Yeah. The pumpkin, the pumpkin ale. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. That, that yeah. kind of transitions into the next topic. When they're dirty and they're not clean, what happens? What happens to the human body? You get sick. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's back to, uh, you can grow bacteria in these lines. You grow bacteria in the lines. That's what you're drinking. I mean, this is where we hit the edit button, but you wake up the next morning with the beer. And a lot of it is that. But, you know, you get a hangover, and, you know, obviously there's a lot of factors, but there's places where you can go. You have three or four beers, and you wake up the next morning, you're ready for a meeting, and you're, you're not feeling right. I mean... There's a lot of bacteria. It's living. It's alive, and you expect it to be served right, and that's where some of the next day pains come from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. You it's know, it's not the place, it's oh. not the water burger yeah. at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. It's really not. It's not. Uh, now it's definitely very important, especially what, what, what I find very interesting because uh, for for a while there, say like four or five years ago, bars are opening up with you know. 100 taps and then you know then they kind of started dwelling down some well we're back again where these bars back. are opening up with 100 taps and so i i think that's kind of crazy personally i think that's way too many and there's going to be a lot of beers that are going to sit for yep. a lot longer yep. and it, it greatly affects the beer lines it affects all the hardware everything and especially if uh one of the, one of the things like faucets just uh, the taps you have stainless taps, and you have brass taps that are coated. And yeah. once when beers are sitting there, that coating will start wearing off. Then you have your beer sitting on brass. It's like throwing pennies in your in your beer. Well, when they, and just when they chrome plate the brass, those little pieces of chrome plating are falling into your glass. Oh, nice! Heavy metals. Heavy metals. Heavy yeah. metals. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's there's so much so much involved. So that's that's where. I swear someone like Brian and Draftsmiths of Texas, where they come in, where they can analyze your current draft system mm -hmm. and tell you where the upgrades need to be, uh, whether it's replacing the beer lines. Here, at when the, the Drink of Ages pub, it was Growler's Beer and Wine to go before. And once they put the tops on the walls, they didn't do it right. So your beer was coming out foamy. You're, you're pouring half a beer out every time you poured a pint. Wow. And it was only because they had it backwards. They went from small diameter line at the keg to thicker diameter line. Oh, on the beer line? At the... Yeah. Yeah, so you basically have 
like a water hose that you're squeezing at the very end, and it's just kind of blasting, blasting out in the open, open the end. And so all the beer's coming out super foamy. And that was one of the first things that we did was we got this whole all the beers lines out and replaced wow. it. See? Yeah, I mean, I mean be, now the investment, the time, it's just and the amount of beer that's available in the market is just and to take advantage of that i mean you have, john you have 32 taps here i mean why not change it out that's why people come here because they want to see it and you know using those 30 taps to your advantage it's it's, it's you can make a lot of money in this and you can make a lot of people happy because everybody likes beer right yeah and you know when people are budgeting opening up a bar uh yeah there's certain things that they'll spend a ridiculous amount of money on and then they might just go, oh, well, yeah, this, this one group says they can come in and put the faucets and build the system for, you know, next to nothing. And so I'm just going to go that way. It's like, well, you're going to ultimately have to rebuild this whole thing. Right. right. It's not the hand pump at the fraternity house anymore. Exactly. You know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's doing There's it the no right way. There's no beer bongs here? Oh, come no. on. Oh, no, there are. Oh, There's okay. still keg stands too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All <laughs> oh, right. But yeah, it's it's very the beer complex. Pump in the back. Just very a little complex. more sophisticated. Yes. 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 But it is. It's good to to see what's out there. But be be wary of what you're drinking. You know. Um, if you don't feel that the flavor's right, I mean, the first indication. I'm looking at our glasses around the table, and you can see some of the f the foam on the side of the glass. Nice lacing. The, that's the that's the first indication that it's a clean beer. Um, obviously, the draft lines, the refrigeration, clean glassware is important, but it's just an easy. And if it looks like apple juice in the glass, see you tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's why you have a stomach ache and things aren't going your way. Yep. <laughs> no, if uh, uh, you can be contacted through Facebook and uh, Draftsmiths of uh, Texas on Facebook, um, uh, www.dstexas.com, 713-647-1100. We do installations, um, maintenance, uh, repairs, on call. You can call me anytime. I, I, I have. Oh, yeah, yes. I'll be out. I'll be <laughs> I had an issue. I'm like, Brian, can you go by? He's like, yep, I'm on my way. On my way. You know what? It's all about, like I understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've been on the other side of the invoice with, so like I know EBT, what it takes. Where emergency you need to, beer technician. That's yeah. it, man. Yeah. We need to get you, get you a patch. That would be beer doctor. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. But, yeah, we're on the spot. I understand how it's important, uh, important it is for everybody. Um, but it's good. I'm glad to see it's growing. Breweries, one after the other. Uh, new concepts, new flavors. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, well, uh, we got to wrap this show up. And actually, two, three of us are out of beer. And uh, you're almost out of beer, Kevin. So That's we'll, it, man. Uh, uh, let's go get another one of these nice, delicious, drink of ages beers. Matter of fact, Cheers. I think it's going to probably be a honey hole from Spindle Tap. Make it two. going to be. Make it three. It is. But uh, no, Epic Axe, check them out, uh, follow their events, and go go see them at a brewery or maybe here at Drink of Ages Pub coming up. And then if you are thinking about opening up a bar or if you have one and you just want Brian to come out and look at Free over, consultation. Free consultation. Yeah, get in touch with Draftsmiths of Texas and Thank have you, him out because he would definitely, definitely make your draft system more profitable. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's show. Hope everybody has a great holiday. And, uh, man, what else is going on? The show is sponsored by 
Bell's Best Brown Ale. So get out there and get a delicious brown ale from Bell's. And one of these days soon, in the springtime, Muskrat, you and I, we're going to go up there and do a show from Bell's Brewery. Uh, that's going to be it's going to be a good time. Yeah, riding around with him in one of his old Jaguars. Something like that. It's going to be fun. Uh, listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com. You can find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, and other places on the internet. But yeah, everybody be safe. Go Texans. Go Rockets. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Ghost Rose.